Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TF Today. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful, scenic, crime-free Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on the Facebook, on the YouTubes, on the Twitches. Am I boring you? Yeah. You're just yawning loudly into the microphone. I didn't. You couldn't hear it. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making a sound good. Apparently just waiting for nap time. She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. I mean, Wednesday movie days, bar cart Friday, daily naps. This is, Now we're talking. Hi, friends. We do need a nap zone. Yeah. Do you remember like the little, did y'all, you're, you know, old, so I got to ask, did y'all. I love the start to the <laughs> sentence, but go on. You Let's know see the, how it plays out. The kindergarten mats, like the, the blue and pink mats, did you use those? Do they still use those? Yes. I mean. Are Hank, they still like the exact. They're like, still cooking. Hank, Hank takes a nap every day. Okay. But is it still the blue and pink, like rubber-ish no, ones? No, they okay. they're, they're, they're basically, these are like kid-friendly yoga mats. Okay. You know what I mean? I was going to say, I just feel like that company has been around, like, literally. Feel like, I know my brother and I use, like, the same type of them, and mm-hmm. it's like they definitely set out and said, we're going to be the only people that sell these, and everyone will buy them for years to come, and we'll be good. Yeah. I feel like that's a solid no, it's marketing one of those, strategy. It's one of those things, it's like candy corn. Somebody yeah. made a bunch at one point, and mm-hmm. we've just been – we haven't made any sense. No. It's the same ones. We exactly. We just them from person to person. Yeah. Today is Thursday. Yeah, February 10th, 2022. Uh, 286 days – 87 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to – Oh, uh, Texas Bob. Oh, we got some birthdays to, to shout because we're going yes. to be here tomorrow. Yes, there's a lot of birthdays to First shout out. First of all, happy birthday, Texas Bob. TexasBob.com. Today is his actual birthday. Bob McSpadden. Happy birthday tomorrow mm-hmm. to a pair of very special people. Yes. Happy birthday first. Ladies first. To Trish. To Trish Pickle. Happy birthday, Trish. It's tomorrow, but we won't be here tomorrow, so we wanted to give you a happy birthday shout out. Happy 29th birthday to Trish. Yes. And a happy birthday to Mark Tepper. The Mark Stash. Yeah. My father turns the Mark 70. Stash tomorrow I don't how know about that that's a big to, one i don't know if i'm supposed to blow up his spot and tell everybody how old he is but he is the only reason i say that uh-huh is because he is going to jump out of a plane tomorrow that is so in awesome whitesboro um he's going to jump out <laughs> of, white, white, i bet your whitesboro mom is a nervous wreck whitesboro white right it's one of the two 
Um, but he's going to jump out of a plane. My little brother's going to do it too. Uh, but he did it for his 60th birthday. And so now he's going to do it again. Every birthday that ends in a zero, he's going to do it. Because right. um, George Bush, George H.W. Bush did that. That uh -huh. was a big bit for him was every zero birthday he's going to go and jump out of a plane. Um, I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> and I want to go on record. Uh, he, Let the he, man you may, you may live. Remember, and I don't want to, you know, we talked about this at length and I don't want to blow up his, his <laughs> medical spot. But you may remember he had some health difficulties uh, late last year. Yeah. Last year. Um, he had a checkup uh, yesterday. Everything looks great. I love well, scheduling the very, checkup before you jump very, out of oh, the we're plane. <laughs> very clean bill of health. Things are going good. good, good and good. I appreciate you guys, everybody's Mark. thoughts and prayers and things like that. It's great. But I asked my mom, I was like, and what did the doctor say about it? Like mm -hmm. him jumping out of a plane. And the doctor, was, she said, oh, the doctor said that's great. Go have fun. And I'm like, <laughs> what a terrible doctor. <laughs> Get a new one. Order it up. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mark. Enjoy jumping Happy out of birthday. a plane. Trish is not jumping out of a plane. We're going to get together with him on Sunday, but yeah. Very just, nice. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, happy birthday uh, to those folks. All right. On today's show, my friends. It's also the birthday of Zaza Pachulia. Uh, on today's uh, show, friends. Forget that guy. Um, we are going to talk about uh, the big uh, the big game on Sunday. I don't know if we can say it. The Superb Owl. We will uh, talk about that and basically who Texans should root for. We'll talk about that. And then back half the show, we're going to be joined by the head coach of the Van Vandals, Coach Sherrod Moffitt's going to join us on the phone lines. I'm going to text him and let him know that we are going to call him, uh, remind him, because he text, I, t I texted him and he said, I need to know what number it's coming from because if I don't recognize the number, I'm not going to pick it up. And you know what, Coach? Tough affair. Respect. <laughs> I, that, is, that is, like, I don't have that luxury. I've got to answer the phone pretty much whenever because I don't have every coach on my phone. Right. But I respect that. Anyway, uh, we'll be joined by Jared Moffat, who uh, his Van Vandals have a new district bunkmate named Carthage. We'll May talk a little bit about them. that and also their fantastic 2021 season. We'll get into that coming up at the back half of the show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It's Tony Blaylock, Rob Hadaway, Aaron Arbuckle, Ed McElroy, and Texas Bob is also birthday. turning the big 70. So I wanted to. Birthday, Bob. That's pretty cool. Happy birthday, birthday, Bob. You Wow. Texas Bob. Two. Two people who I have immense respect for. Yeah, are born a day born apart. On the same or a day, day apart. apart. Yeah. Hmm. What a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Trish is not turning 70, so there's that. She's yeah, not part of the cool kids club. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. There's a big game on Sunday. I'm not sure if you know. And by the way, I don't know. If, do you like there's a there's a, a funny thing that goes on in the Internet every time the Super, the super Bowl comes around. Uh, if you need to know, the Super Bowl kicks off at 530. Yes. You don't have to Google it. 530. Kicks off at 530. Mm-hmm. Halftime show is going to be Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Yes. I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah. So it's the Cincinnati Bengals, the Bengals, mm -hmm. versus the uh, Los Angeles Rams, nay, the St. Louis Rams. And I think because, look, there is not, the, the Cowboys are not in it for the umpteenth consecutive year. You the don't Tex have to say that. The Texans are not in it for the umpteenth consecutive year. And so I do wonder who Texans should root for in the Super Bowl. And this is, I feel like, an acceptable time to be a bandwagon fan. Oh, because yeah. Because every single, like, there are only a certain sub-base of people that, that who yes. watch the NFL all year long. You might as well root for someone in the final hoorah. Yeah, the game. The yeah. The big game, right? You can root for somebody in the big game. Um, and so we can go back and forth and talk about who... Uh, we you should root for. And what I think is interesting about this mm -hmm. is I think, you know, 
first of all, let's let's talk about what we're gonna what we're gonna get down to, which is this is based on the types of Texans that are on each team. Yeah, that's what we care about. You know, the fact that Joe Burrow's awesome is like the exact reason you should root for the Bengals is like one reason. Yes. So thirsty. Oh, um, the but the reason you know, the fact that Joe Burrow is great, uh, I don't care about that. What I care about is your Texas bona fides. Mm-hmm. So, on one hand, you have the Los Angeles Rams, and the Los Angeles Rams have, in my opinion, the biggest star from Texas, mm-hmm. which is Matt Stafford. Of course, Highland Park, his own uh, Highland Park's own Matthew Stafford, going to be the quarterback for the Rams. Uh, a long, kind of a long suffering. He was always pretty good in Detroit, but mm-hmm. was. In, in Detroit. Detroit. And so I'm happy for him. They have those shirts that they made in Highland Park for him, and mm-hmm. there has been a line out the door for the past three days because people were trying to get their hands on it so Bobby, much. Bobby Brown, Bobby Evans, uh, a lot of DFW flavor. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Justin Hollins from Arlington Martin. Trayvon Howard, who had the game ceiling interception in their NFC Championship game. He's a Lobo. <laughs> you got a Lobo. Yep. Up. Uh, Von Miller, of course, a former Super Bowl MVP himself mm-hmm. from DeSoto. Joseph Noteboom, uh, TCU's own, I want to say and a Plano product. Agbani Ogwankro nailed it. Uh, I, it's funny. <laughs> I wish people could have seen your face when you were it's trying funny, to say that. It's funny because I remember him playing at Taylor, and uh-huh. I remember talking about him and be, doing the same thing. It's, same, it's, like, it's, it's like, like I will never years. get it. And then Ashawn Robinson uh, from uh, from Fort Worth, Arlington Heights. Yeah, uh, big DFW presence there. Yeah, big DFW presence. Uh, and so, look, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Texas high school football products uh, that are going to be suiting up for the Rams on Friday. And by the way, this doesn't count practice school players there are players who are like in the organization these are guys right. who are just on the active roster there are um there's co- oh no never mind there's That's not on coaches the on this one, one. Yeah, yeah. yes because so so on one hand you have the rams and they have nine texas high school football players and i would say the highest profile texas high school football player involved in this game yes which is matthew stafford if your starting quarterback is there yes. it's it's probably the exactly highest profile right. the quarterback <laughs> for uh for the rams then you go over to the Bengals. The Bengals Shabam. do have more Texas high school football products and Texas high school football guys. But what's interesting is that we are lumping in. They get they have the same number of players, mm-hmm. nine players. They also have four coaches. Yeah, uh, Trey Hopkins, uh, and, and this is a little bit more uh, kind of wide ranging, and I would say more of a Houston area. Thing. Yeah, you've got a lot of Houston. Trey Hopkins from North Shore, right? Uh, Travion Williams, of course, the star from Texas A&M. He went to CE King. Uh, Joseph Osai from Conor Oakridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damien Square from Houston Yates. Uh, Michael Thomas from Alden Nimitz. And then in the in the coaching ranks, uh, you've got uh, Steve Jackson, the defensive backs coach. He's from Klein Forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, elsewhere, Trey Flowers, who is a, a key. Uh, safety for them uh, from Converse Judson, Samaj P. Ryan from uh, Pflugerville Hendrickson, um, Clay Johnston, the big linebacker from mm-hmm. Abilene Wiley, et cetera, et cetera, plus three other coaches. Tight ends coach James Casey is from Azel. Uh, wide receivers coach Troy Walters is from A&M Consolidated. And running backs coach Justin Hill is from Lake Dallas. And so this is a tough, this is a tough call. And, and, and I would say... That on the pure numbers, if your goal is you want the most number of Texans to be happy and get a ring, and get a ring, if you want the most the most rings associated with Texas, mm-hmm. I would say that you got to root for the Bengals. With that said, I tried to tell him. Tried to tell him. With that said, I think I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford. You're do yes because I am rooting for the Bengals, so it would only no. be right. 
No. <laughs> it would only be right. It has nothing to do with the fact that you think Joe If we have completely opposite opinions on who should win this. It has no, doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you think Joe Burrow's hot. I do. All I'm saying is think that. Matthew Stafford, I think the story there is better. I also wonder if this is his last chance. And last best chance right. to, to get Right. That's a ring. perfectly fair. Um, Let me pull at your heartstrings in a different way, though, here. What about your guy, Ben Baby, being able to cover a Super a, Bowl champion? He's, he's, yeah, he might. I he mean, gets to cover a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. he, period. So he's already won. Like, yeah, it that's doesn't fair. matter if they win. But it's that much better ring. if you. Uh, sometimes they do. Sometimes a beat writer They will. are not going to give a, a beat writer from ESPN yeah. a ring. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I would say I'm rooting for the Rams uh, because of Matthew Stafford, and I think this is the last best shot. Uh, last best shot. Um, I think that that that's that's the reason I'm I'm going to go with the go with the Rams. Okay, well um, now, uh, who day we're going for the Bengals? Yeah, yeah, a lot of real research went into that pick. Um, <laughs> You're the worst. Let me <laughs> so let let me ask you what you're doing for. The, the the game on Sunday. Uh, going over to some friend's house, and we're gonna do we're gonna do potluck. Okay. That's the only way to do the Super Bowl, in okay. my opinion, is get together with people, and mm-hmm. you have to have just a plethora of unhealthy, greasy food. We used to do uh, the Super Bowl party. Used to be like our party. Mm-hmm. You know how it's like. So you got friend, you, I bet you have a friend who does a Christmas party. Yep. I bet you have a friend who does a Halloween party or something. Halloween-ish. Yeah, Halloween and then like a, a Friendsgiving yep. host type of thing. Yeah, yep. no, Super Bowl. We used to be Super Bowl people. Mm-hmm. We used to do the Super Bowl uh, every year but before we had kids. And um, and it was it was a fun time. Uh, the potluck is the way to go. I got it. What's the one thing that you have to have, you feel, like food-wise, that it like there's an instant – magnetic connection in your brain that my says fr- Super Bowl party food. My friend Emily makes this dip that's nuts and I can't I can't even describe, describe <laughs> it. I would always like I would I would text her like weeks in advance and be like you're bringing the dip right? right. Like even if you can't show like, up you can drop off the dip, dip right? You're sending the dip. <laughs> See right? with mine it's it's poppers. Okay. Jalapeno my poppers are always making any any over. football viewing party that I've ever hosted has always been poppers is a, is a go to. Okay. All right, I think I'm gonna do the smoke queso. Very nice. Um, and and we'll, but but yeah, we're gonna have a, we're having a. a birthday. Well, you're we're not to blow up your mom's slush. spot, but she said she texted you and said yeah. you had to bring the queso, right? <laughs> uh, when I was talking about it yesterday, she's like, "You should bring the queso. You what? should do the queso." I was like, "Okay, yeah." So anyway, uh, they go the Super Bowl kicking off 5:30 on NBC. CBS? NBC, I think. I believe it's NBC. NBC? I don't know. Uh, they don't pay Yeah, because Al and Chris have been talking about it for a long time. That's and they also, Al they Michaels, didn't it's get... It's Al Michaels' last game on his contract, too. Yes, and they didn't... a lot of smoke that he's going to go to Amazon after this. That's... I, wow. So Amazon... I missed out on that. Did you, did you not hear about this? No. So it sounds like Amazon is going to get the exclusive rights to Thursday Night Football. Of course they are. Uh, and they're, I think they're going to hire Al Michaels to do it. Which Interesting. Kind of crazy. That you want to talk about backing up a truck with a load of cash in it. That's how you. Buddy. That's the only way to steal that man away. Exactly right. Wow. Anyway, enjoy the Super Bowl on Sunday. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football recruiting. 
all across the Lone Star State. I hope you will consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com. A lot of good stuff there. So we will hope we hope you will go and um, uh, you will consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Makes a great Super Bowl gift. It sure does. So how about that? Get the football lovers in your heart a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You nailed it. Thank you. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's go out east and talk with the head coach of the Van Vandals. We're joined on the phone line now by Coach Jared Moffitt. Coach, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys today? Doing great. How are things in beautiful Van, Texas? Man, uh, really good. It's 71 degrees a day. Oh. The sun is shining. Uh, doesn't feel like winter, so we're enjoying every minute of it. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to soak these these types of things in. That's, uh, there's no doubt about that. Tell me that. about it. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about your, your 2021 season, which was a really, sure. really strong one. You guys go 12-1 and one, um, out there in, in, in East Texas, you know, a, a breakout year from your quarterback, Jackson Rainey, and it was just a fun, fun year to, to see uh, you guys kind of uh, – Make the make the strides that you did ended up coming up short to to Gilmer there in the uh, the regional semifinals. I'm interested when you take a look back on that on that 2021 season. What do you think you're going to remember most about it? Well, you know, you mentioned the the season. You talked about Jackson, how well he played, um, and I described it as every game he played as a senior was better than any game he played as a junior. Mm. Uh, and you see that sometimes with guys that that grow up and mature a little bit and he played good as a junior too now uh but he just played out out of his mind as a senior and and did a great job of leading our team um and i coached the quarterbacks i told my dad my dad was a former coach we were playing palestine first game of the year and jackson took the first play of the season 70 yards for a touchdown against jacksonville and i walked by my dad because he stands on the sidelines and i told him going into halftime i said i want you to know the quarterback's playing so much better. That's all coaching, Dad. That's all coaching. <laughs> he looked at me like I was crazy, of course. Uh, but, man, he played so good and helped lead our team to a 12-win season, you know, 12-0 and going into play Gilmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of great memories there. My son, my second son was a senior on this team. He played defensive end. So I kind of watched these kids grow up. They're hanging at my house. I don't know how many times I go home, and these guys are in my house eating all of my food. Um, so it was a special year, you know, with, with all those things combined, especially my son playing on it. So we had a lot of fun this year. Well, and the other thing is, you know, you guys brought home your first outright district championship since 2014. It was your first yeah. undefeated regular season uh, since then. You know, I think people think of, of Van and, and the, the, the history that you guys have had, and, and they would think, oh, well, you know what, 12-1, and one, you know, undefeated regular season it's just another year it sounds like to me that like no you know those types of years are special you've got to you've got to you know appreciate them whenever they come about well you're right and we've i've been here for 12 years Mm -hmm. uh which is crazy that i've been here this long uh but it's been a great place for me and my family uh but that 12 win season that was the fourth time in the history of van we've won 12 games yeah uh which we'd love to improve upon that you know it's the second time we've done it in the last, I guess, I don't know, five or six years, but it was the fourth time in the history of the school. So we're really proud of that season um, and, you know, what comes with it and winning 12 games. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I think what hopefully we've created here is we have a bunch of guys who aren't satisfied with winning 12 games and playing in the third round. They'd like to accomplish more. Um, and so, you know, that's what's ahead of us, you know, and we're excited about that and excited about the future here. 
Um, and so as, as fun as that was and as great as a class this was, you know, we're, we're looking towards the future and hoping to do greater things um, ahead. Uh, talk with Jared Moff, the head coach of the Van Vandals here on Texas Football. Today, get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, I want to ask you a little bit about the other side of the ball, which I don't think gets enough credit, which is, uh, you know, the defense has been uh, oh, yeah. really, really impressive, you know, the past couple yeah. of years. Uh, and and this, this past year, uh, you know, it seemed like it, it took another step forward. I'm interested in, in how you feel like that defense uh, has has grown and matured uh, over the past couple of years because because there are some youngsters there, but you've you've also had some 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 veterans who have been key key pieces of that defense. Well, you're right, and our defense, like this staff, we we've, we've been real fortunate in the van to keep a lot of our guys together. And Jaron Rainey is our defensive coordinator. He's been here for eight years. Uh, we worked together at Denton Ryan on the same staff. Um, and that's where it starts. And he does a great job coordinating our defense. Our, our guys are really well coached. And uh, that combined with how they play, our kids play extremely hard. Uh, we, we don't typically push out a bunch of college football players uh, year in and year out. And we'll have some. And, uh, but we're playing with uh, blue-collar kids from Van that, that play hard and uh are well coached and and that's that's fun to accomplish what we've been able to accomplish with these guys but our defense starts with coach rainey of course when we've had you mentioned it man we've had some really good football players mm-hmm. come through here um on the defensive side and this year uh katie erskine at defensive tackle uh did a great job for us and we got a linebacker bo barton who we're lucky to have back who started for two years for us uh was defensive mvp of the district so we've got players too uh, but the thing I love about our defense is they play great team defense. Um, they do exactly what they're coached to do. Uh, and because of that, and because they play so well together, uh, they can they can make it hard on some people. So it's, like I said, man, it's, it's a great place to be. It's a great group of kids to work with. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with them. This is the first time I've, I've, I've been able to talk to you um, uh, during the season, so I want to go back to October 30th, which was um, uh, when you guys won a, a real ho-hum contest over Canton, uh, yeah. 55-54. Yeah. I believe the game, a, a would-be game-winning field goal clanged off the crossbar. Um, yes. It, uh, Jackson Rainey had eight touchdowns. It was your 100th victory as a coach. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what in the world's going through your mind in a game like that where it just seems like both you both Chaos. you guys just decided to just cut the brakes at the same time? It was insane, man. And, <laughs> you know, like, Canton is 15 miles down the road from Van, and we're well aware of each other, um, if you know what I mean. And their kids know our kids. They grow up playing against each other in every single sport. And so that's that's all you need for that game to be crazy to start with. Then I'm sitting on 99 wins, trying to get to 100. The last thing you want to do is not get it, losing to Canton, right? Um, and then the game went like it did, both sides back and forth. Uh, both teams made just a ton of unbelievable plays on offense. Uh, their quarterback played great. Jackson Rainey, like I said, played out of his mind, just did everything possible. And it was back and forth. Um, it wasn't like somebody was winning the whole time. We were up. They were up. Uh, we caught a uh, – we caught a touchdown pass to take the lead. John Crow caught a touchdown pass from Jackson Rainey with about a minute and 15 seconds left, mm-hmm. right? And I immediately thought, oh, no, there's too much time <laughs> because that's just the way the game had gone. Yeah. You know, you've seen those games, and it's whoever has the football last. So we kick off, and, you know, they put it together. And, I mean, to their credit, uh, Coach Hubble there at Canton's done a great job in his second year, uh, and 
boy, they had they had a way better football team than anybody knew. Uh, but they get down, and so they get down there, and they have a chance to kick a field goal, 43-yard field goal. And when they sent the field goal unit out, I was I felt good about it because they missed three PATs. What are we talking about? Yeah. I wasn't even worried about it. our defense coordinator, Coach Randy, calls timeout <laughs> to say, "Hey, we need to we need to we need to block the kick." I'm like, "No, man. If you rough the kicker, that's the only way we lose. They're not making this." Mm-hmm. So they line up and kick the thing, and this kid kicks the heck out of this ball. And I'm looking, I'm like, this is going in. We are going to lose. Scored 55 points. We're going to lose on a 43-yard field goal. And it dinged off the, I mean, right in the middle of the crossbar. And I don't, I don't, relief, I guess is what I would say. Uh, when that was over, I freaking just dropped my headset. Uh, <laughs> could not believe it how it ended, man. But that was a wild one. And I told I told somebody else we talked about. So well, there's no doubt I'll always remember the hundredth win because you're not forgetting that game as long as you were. No. Uh, talk with Jer- uh, Jared Moff, the head coach of the Van Vandals here on Texas Football today. Get involved in the conversation and hashtag TF today. All right, coach, let's talk about last week too uh, with uh, with yeah. realignment. Uh, so we knew that there were going to be some changes because you guys, uh, for those who don't know, you were in a five-team district last year. Uh, Mejia was dropping down, and so we knew that there was going to be some sort of shakeup. Uh, yep. You guys end up getting dropped into District 8, 4A, Division 2 uh, with teams. Uh, you're going to add a team like Russ. You're going to add a team like Center. I'm also reading here you're going to add a team uh, in Carthage. Um, when, when alignments came out, 9 o'clock last Thursday, what was going, up, going through your mind? Well, you know, those alignment days, I know you've been to them. Mm-hmm. I like to describe them. It's like the bell went off at Wall Street. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the best way I know these grown men coaches. We're all pushing each other, trying to grab <laughs> the alignment. Now, I don't know. It's 2022. I'm not sure if this is the best way to do it, but we're grabbing these papers out of this box and rushing back and open them like it's Christmas morning to see your district, right? Mm-hmm. So I open up ours, and it's the district you say, and I'm not – I'm main, maybe 20 minutes after 9 o'clock, my wife texts me, you know, who'd you make mad at the UIL? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know who it was because uh, so, the district is tougher. I, I honestly never expected to pick Carthage back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in with them, you know, I guess, what was that, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we played those guys in district before. And I, but I never did. I never dreamed that we would pick him back up. But who would have thought Mahia would have been in our district? Yeah. The last two years, and you know how the UIL works. It's everybody looks at their district and they see something they don't understand. And they complain about it. But you're only looking at your district. I don't do the UIL's job, and I don't cover the whole state and put those things together. Um, and so, what might not make sense to you, uh, if you look at the whole picture, makes sense to these guys. And um so yeah that district is uh it was not what we were looking for obviously carthage is everybody knows man they're one of the best teams in the state of texas at any level i mean what are they 46 and one in their last 47 games sounds that what it about is? right um they lost to uh china spring this year so the uh the district just got better you know i mean there's no doubt about that and, and luckily we played those guys we kind of know what we're up against and um but you know everybody talks about carthage center's got a great sophomore quarterback mm-hmm if, if people aren't talking about him, they better start. We played them in non-district last year. And that's he played, a haul, too. He played, boy, he played good. Um, and Russ down there with Coach Sitton, I know they graduated, the McCowan kid, but he does a great job coaching. Uh, so we're going to be in a war, man. Week in and week out, it's going to be an absolute war, in, in my estimation. Um, 
And, you know, like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun. There'll be, there'll be very few dull moments next year in our district. Well, I mean, the thing is, here's, here's the thing for, for me, from, from my perspective, is you take a look at, at the entirety of Region 2, and, and look, yeah. when you're in East Texas, like, you're going to have to beat the best eventually. They might as well, you might as well get, get sharpened up for, for district play. I, I, I have to imagine that you, the part, part of the thing that's going through your mind is like, well, you know what? We're gonna have to beat these teams anyway. It's, there's, there's no, there's hardly any easy. There wasn't an easy draw on the board for you guys. This was just maybe a little tougher than than you might have you might have thought. Yeah, and I think you're right. I appreciate your positivity uh, <laughs> and, and phrasing it that way. I worked at I worked Denton Ryan for nine years for Joey Florence, um, and he told me I was the offensive coordinator in my last four years, and somewhere in there. We had, I think we got beat in the second or third round, and we weren't expected. Played a good team, and I was talking to him about it, and he said, "Hey, look, man, I've been doing this. Long. If we're not going to win at all, I just seem losing the second round." I'm like, "Hey, are you serious, coach? Like, I want to win some playoff games. I'm not looking to lose in the second round or the first round." Um, and I'll never forget that. And he mentioned that to me again just the other day. Um, and he added, he added the other day. He said, "Look, you, you'll get paid the same. You get beat in the first round, you win the fourth round." I'm like, "It's not about that. You know, it's not about that, coach." Um, but you're right, man. There's you're going to play some really good football teams. Our non-district schedule is really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, scheduling has not gotten any easier for us. We're playing some really good teams there. You're going to play a great team in Carthage and some other talented teams. And then I know this: if you're not first or second in your district, mm-hmm. you're going to play Gilmer or Pleasant Grove in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, and you throw Carthage back in the region too, with Gilmer and Pleasant Grove. Mm-hmm. I mean, who else has been to state? Uh, out of that region besides those three teams. Uh, So I would assume everybody in Region 3 got fired up when they saw Carthage in Region 2, right? Um, And everybody in Region 2 was like, well, here we go. You know, throw Carthage back in this thing. I I mean, I don't know how you can compare, but I'd be hard-pressed to say that any region – is going to be tougher than that region with those three teams in it. I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. Uh, he he's Jared Moffat. He's a head coach of the Van Vandals. Uh, coach, we certainly appreciate your time. Congratulations again on a fantastic 2021 season. What a, what a joy it was to watch your squad and uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys put out there in the fall. Well, thanks a lot, Tepper man. I appreciate the phone call. You guys have a good day. All right, take care, coach. Bye, coach. There he goes. Take care. Jared Moffat, head coach of the Van Vandals, joining us here on Texas Football today. I knew he would be entertaining. But when I when I was looking through, I was like, that let's, is... talk, let's get somebody who got an interesting draw. And I was like, you know, Van got an interesting draw. I'll never pass up an opportunity to coach, talk to Coach Mark. I was just going to say, that's one of the single most entertaining interviews that Good we've dude. had. <laughs> Good dude. And yeah, you know what? Look, there's... There's not an easy there's not an easy draw on the board for them. Like they were gonna get sent you know, they they're gonna have some sort of something was gonna get turned upside down because uh because they were gonna be left with four teams in their district. Right. Um I mean if it wasn't there, like then they were gonna get sent to like Gilmer and Pleasant Grove. Like right. there weren't like there wasn't there wasn't a good Yeah, he's option. in that triangle of death. He's just out there I mean. <laughs> where it's like there's not a ton of good options. And right. So he knew it was going to be a tough draw. I, I think that, he, as he said, I take him at his word where he's like, I don't know if I was necessarily turning cartwheels to see Carthage in our district, but you know what? They've been a, one of the most they've been one of the most consistent programs out there in East Texas that I don't think people talk about, maybe because they mm-hmm. haven't had that state championship run. Right. But I mean, you know, he's won. A, he's he mentioned it. He's he's at a hundred. He's at a hundred wins. He's, he's probably he's over a hundred wins now because that game was in uh, I think he's at a, a hundred and two, hundred three. Yeah. Um, in eleven years, there at Van, and it's like 
he's he's been a, a consistent consistent winner mm-hmm. there's no reason to think that that's going to stop anytime soon um they got to replace jackson uh, you know uh, uh, um the, uh, i was just saying his name um the kid who went uh, rainy jackson rainy mm-hmm. they got to replace him but they've got a lot of that defense coming back. They've got a lot of key point pieces. They got a really good offensive line coming back. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be dangerous. And and I think that if you're looking at that and saying, "Oh, it's the Carthage district," it's a Carthage and Van district for sure. I'll say that much. Yeah. Anyway, so we appreciate Coach Jeremy hopping, hopping on with us. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, the final five. Um, a question here was asked. I wonder if Coach Moffitt's father or grandfather is the old coach at Lufkin and Texarkana. Do you know the answer to that? I don't know the answer to that. Um, let's see. I can look that up real quick. Um, that is 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 possible. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look that up for you. Um, but anyway, that is uh, uh, something to keep an eye on. I don't know. I just Googled it and I, nothing Couldn't came up. It, but at the same time, well, there at the same some time East Texas, East Texas ties. East Texas, Texas. Moffitt, yeah, kind of have a hard time believing. I mean, if his name, last name was Jones, it might be something different. Right, but like, you know, that's that's certainly something to keep an eye on. Anyway, they're gonna be they're gonna be back, and they're gonna be they're gonna be a problem for everybody. Anything else? Um, no show tomorrow. We will see you on Monday. We'll see you so. Monday for your. For, this was your Super Bowl pregame show. We'll have mm-hmm. your full Super Bowl postgame show Monday. on Monday. Mm-hmm. Breaking it down, we're gonna go play by play. Um, snap by snap. The fact that we work for a football company and don't have crudo Monday is just cruel. I just think we should go like, that to seems the like a Super sin. Bowl. We should go to Radio Row. Honest, I mean, we have equipment. We do this talking thing on, on microphones. What would we do there? I'd not be here. We just <laughs> Tell w- me I'm wrong. <laughs> Super Bowl 2023. Where is it? It's in Arizona. I don't want to go to Arizona. Mm. Let's wait till it's in Vegas. Vegas or like Miami or something. Vegas or Miami. Yeah. Next Vegas or Miami Super Bowl. Yeah. The worst is when it's up north, like Minnesota, yeah, Wisconsin. Minnesota. Like I can tell you I have zero desire. California would have been fun though. When it's in like Detroit. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry. I have absolutely no desire. Let's see. Let me see if I can find. If I've got to go there and be cold, I'm not into that. Yeah. Okay. So next year it's in Arizona. Arizona would be 2020, fun though. 2024. No, no, because la- yeah, 2024, Allegiant Stadium in Nevada. Say less. Right, 2024, we're going. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Jared Moffat of Van for being our guest for Ashley Pickle. I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please can be your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.